we have to have both sides. If I want to be able to give, somebody has to receive. And sometimes in order for that person to, to give, I have to be open to receive. And that really is the hard part. Welcome to the Business Coffee Hour with William Gray Jr., a show where we take a deep dive into the human side of leadership and entrepreneurship over a cup of coffee. I hope you grab your favorite mug because today I really wanted to dig into a book review. You see, I've got a nice bookcase here. I actually have another one in a separate office. This one is just for looks. Uh, even though I have read most of these books on this shelf, I'm still working my way through them because I, I get a lot of book recommendations from different people I listen to. Uh, I also am the lead of a book club with the Veterans Leadership Council. So if you're a veteran looking to get into books more, uh, that's a phenomenal place. The Veterans Leadership Council, uh, go check them out. Um, but let's grab a cup and let's dive on into it because I really want to discuss today's book. Man, that's good coffee. One of my favorite books that to recommend. Now, if you were talking about an individual, when you come to me, if you see me like, hey, what books should we recommend? I always ask, I try to ask questions, right? It's what I do. I'm a podcaster. I'm, I'm generally curious about what's going on in your life. Based off of that, I try to make my recommendations on what I think might be next for you or along the same topics of it. But if we're talking about like just generally what books I like to recommend, one of the first books that I like to bring up is The Go-Giver. The Go-Giver, a little story about a powerful business idea. This is written by Bob Berg and John David Mann. Uh, I came across this book a couple of years ago, um, and I absolutely love it. I, I love recommending it. If you, if just generally, if you have nowhere to start, you're looking for a good book recommendation. Uh, it's an easy read. It reads just like a story, uh, and it, it's a it's a fable about you know business um, and how do we embody this go giver. And to me, it correlates exactly with how I try to live my life. Truthfully, one of my favorite quotes is by Leo Tolstoy, and it's the soul meaning of life is to serve humanity. And I, when I found the quote, I was like, this is it. This is it for me. This is how I live my life. Like, I find a way to serve people. And then you pick up the book, The Go-Giver, and it's along the same premise. It's, it's, you encounter a, a quote in the book that says, your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. And man, has this, does it, absolutely resonate with me and it's so difficult because we want to price our worth you know by um it's it's hard for us to price our worth really you know but for me it's like as long as no matter what i price myself as you know when we do um classes or training or we bring people in the podcast and we show them different things we do consulting whatever it may be my goal is to still provide more value than what they think they're paying for. And I absolutely love that when it comes to this book. It, it's intentionally like, how do we um, have, how much power we have in this power of giving? Like, there is so much power, not only in your personal life, but in your professional life, when you in, encapsulate this go-giver mindset. So what is it, right? What is this go-giver and why is it so important? Uh, now let's go over the five laws because that's what they talk about within the book. And, and briefly, uh, you have the law of value, the law of compensation, the law of influence, the law of authenticity, and the law of receptivity. I, I, don't get me wrong, I, I love words and, and I'm getting better at using them. So, uh, But let's dig into it, right? The law of value. The law suggests 
that your true worth is determined by how much value you provide. Like the more value you offer, the more you'll receive in return. And that's, that's absolutely true in everything that we do. I'm trying to be able to give you, uh, to feel like you underpaid me or that the time we spent together wasn't worth that enough or that the cup of coffee we had, like we should have paid more. Like that's, that's what I want. I want you to come in and feel like I over-delivered. I'll never go wrong as long as I over-deliver. And, and throughout the book, you'll hear stories of how the person um, implements these. Like it's a challenge of how we, it's not only just learning it, but how do we implement the law right away? Uh, the second law, the law of compensation, it reminds us that our income is a direct result of how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Like, again, back to the value, back to the giving. If I serve people well, that directly correlates to how well I'm getting compensated. The law of influence. This law states that your influence is directly proportional to how you place others' interest first. When you generally care about others, your influence grows, right? That's the third law. The law of authenticity. Oh, man. Authenticity. Like, word of the year, right? Authenticity is about being true to yourself and staying aligned with your values. When you're authentic, you attract the right people and opportunities. So that's the fourth law, being able to stay true to yourself. Right? And the last law is the law of receptivity. The law focuses on the importance of being open to receiving in giving. Right? We, we always hear it's better to give than to receive. But you must be willing to get. We must be willing to accept the abundance that comes our way. Oh, man, that's so. And they talk about it in the book, too. It's so difficult to be able to do. Uh, but those five laws are so well, <laughs> they are described really well within this book. Uh, there are stories within here. Uh, it follows a storyline. And, and I absolutely, I just love to be able to read it. I love it so much. I've read, I read it almost every year now. This is my third year in a row reading it. I always recommend it. And then recently, um, my son read it. And one of the things that I'm trying to do differently with my family is I don't want my kids to get paid for chores. I want them to get paid for the books that they read. And so he asked me for um, a shirt from school, a spirit shirt, right? Let's say, call it 20 books. And I said, yeah, you can read it. As, you can have the shirt, and I bought it for him, as long as you read this book. And he read it, and now we're working together on trying to find out how we use this book and these laws within our right, within our circle, within our community, within our family, because that's where you get the most out of it. Like, it's not enough just to have books and then read them. It's more important to find ways to apply them. This is why I really encourage you to enjoy, to join a book club, like the Veterans Leadership Council, they have one, or start your own book club. Right? Find a way or someone who will talk to, to you about the books that you read because it's in the conversations that we all will see things differently right we talked about our five voices before on this podcast like how we like to be led how others see us um, so someone's going to have a different perspective on it and i welcome yours if you've read this book i'd love to hear what you think about it if you got anything from it because i uh, i i absolutely love books i think they're 
such a fascinating way for us to get information from other people and to hear their thoughts along that journey. And the way both uh, Bob and John deliver this book, it's so great for me because I, for me, it's a story. And I love storytelling. And to hear that this person in the book, um, Joe is his name, to hear how Joe uh, applies these and then later on in life is rewarded through them and how they all interconnect helps me find ways to use it in my own life, right? He's challenged every day that he learns the law to use this. And I'm challenging you that every time you take in some new piece of content, whether it be a video or a new book or a new chapter, find ways to use it. Because it's not enough just to consume it, right? And that, for me, that's been my whole take when it comes to socials as well. It's not enough just to be a social consumer. Not enough for me just to consume podcasts. How do I um, produce content? How do I produce a podcast? And then it's through those challenges which have kind of led me here. Um, but let's stay on topic when it comes to the go-giver. So how do we use this go-giver um, mindset, philosophy, and leadership? Let's get into that. Now, what we can do is we can focus on the needs and the aspirations of our team. As a leader, whether it be leading your home, leading your family, or leading your, your work site, focus on their needs. What is it that they need? How can I help them? Um, what are their aspirations? Is how can I get them there? Because the more people you can get to their goal along your journey, it'll help you get closer to yours. Uh, how do we provide support and challenge? Like, again, right, support challenge matrix. It's not only being able to call people um, to challenge them, but we also have to make sure that we're supporting them equally, right? We want to have that liberator mindset to be able to um, fight for their highest possible good. You can demonstrate authenticity in your leadership style. The best way to lead is by example. How am I leading my life? How do I lead my home? Am I doing what's right physically, mentally? Am I taking all the snapshots? Am I doing what I'm supposed to do, right? People are always watching. If I'm authentic in that, it will express the same way in my leadership style, which I hope it comes across. And you can also be open to feedback and learning from others. Like there's, these are all ways for us to really incorporate this go-giver mindset into our everyday lives. Because when you have the heart of a go-giver, you create a work environment that's not only productive, but is also deeply fulfilling. And especially with this culture that we have nowadays, people want to work for a job that is fulfilling. Not all work is meaningful work. All work is meaningful. It, is, it provides a means. It could be a stepping stone for where you got to go. So if you're not exactly happy with your life or with your job, that's okay. But knowing that you do have a job is very meaningful. There's a lot of value in the work that you provide. As we wrap up today's episode, I encourage you to not only read The Go-Giver, if you haven't already, but to, to go out and live that life live the style that they depict in this book, right? Providing more value than what somebody else can offer. The go-giver philosophy reminds us that true success isn't just about what you get. It's about what you give. So embrace the power of giving and discover the transformation that it brings to not only to your life, but to your leadership style. 
because when you give, there's such a power out there. You're you're putting things out into the universe, manifestation or prayer, or whatever you want to call it, um, that it comes back to you. And that's the really the hard part of that last law, the receptivity, being open to receive. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll end with this quick story. When I uh, read the book for the second time, I was trying to figure out, like, how do I do this receptivity thing, right? Like, how do I be open to receive? I went to get ice. Uh, my wife and I have a shaved ice business. So I went to get, I was getting 20 bags of ice. And somebody was coming by, and I was loading all 20 bags by myself. And they asked me, hey, uh, do you need some help with that? And I looked at them. I said, no, I got it. No, thank you because I didn't want to be a burden to them. And as I got finished loading, I realized that if I want to be able to give, right, like there's such a gift in giving, and if I want to get the joy of giving, if I take that from somebody else, then I'm robbing them of that opportunity of that joy. So I myself need to be open to that receptivity, right? Being open to, to uh, help, being open to that help. And I robbed that person of that joy. And so from that day forward, I made sure that anytime somebody says, would you like some help? I try to find a way for them to, yes, for me to say yes, because it's not a burden, they offered it. And for this way, I don't rob them of that joy, right? Because we have to have both sides. If I want to be able to give, somebody has to receive. And sometimes in order for that person to, to give, I have to be open to receive. That really is the hard part. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope to be able to give you more book suggestions like this. Uh, if you have any book suggestions, please drop them below. Or if you'd like for me to discover any or cover any of the books that we have covered uh, here, I'd love to be able to do that. I plan to do this at least once a month. Uh, but of course, the next episode will be an interview episode. And uh, we'll keep rolling with that. If you have not been told today, you are loved and you are enough. And that problem you're facing, you're a lot stronger than that. Just keep on going. And as always, from me and Grace, I love you guys.